video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. It's Friday. My name is Anthony Shelton. Thank you for tuning in. You can call me on Skype. Username Progress Bar Radio. If you're listening to the podcast or the replay, whatever you want to call it, and you have something to say, leave a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash progress bar. Speakpipe.com slash progress bar. You could also join the chat at spreaker.com as well. So I got two pieces of news actually. Uh, one being we are back with Freedom Community Gaming Collective. Really excited about that. Uh, you can check them out at freedomcgc.com. It's a community-driven website. They do community reviews and opinion pieces. There's going to be community live streams. The place has a big focus on indies also if you're into that. Website's a lot faster. It's got a new design. It's all It's all really cool. I really like it. It's basically kind of been relaunched, and uh, I get to be a part of it, and I am honored, and I am happy to be a part of the show, so now you will find me on freedomcgc.com, I'm officially a part of the website, and uh, happy to be there. And I also have some breaking news, I usually don't get breaking news on this show, but I have some breaking news. Uh, so let me pull up text message from my wife. Uh, so my wife literally just texted me about 10 minutes ago that her supervisor, her supervisor's dad is the creator of Darkwing Duck and Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers being the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I don't really want to say Chippendales because people start getting immature when you start talking about Chippendale, but Chippendale Rescue Rangers, right? So, I thought that was kind of cool. Now, uh, I did reply, uh, who, what's his name, <laughs> and how did you find this out? Like, what, what was the conversation that led to you finding out that your supervisor's dad is the creator of Darkwing Duck and Rescue Rangers? So, I'm following up with this as I'm, go- I'm going into reporter mode right now. So, small world, isn't it? Like, my wife works with a bunch of therapists at a group home facility. Like, who would have thought that her supervisor's dad would be the creator of Darkweed Duck and Rescue Rangers? Like, that, I mean, that, something like that doesn't happen every day. Now, you might say, well, he might be lying. They're both grown adults. I don't think my wife would lie to me about that, and I don't think her supervisor would have any reason to lie about that. But I still want to follow up with it. Because creator, that could be used a little loosely, right? So, you know, creator could be like the person who drew it up. Uh, You know, he may not have had the idea necessarily for Darkwing Duck and the Rescue Rangers. But maybe he drew them. You know, I don't know. But uh, what would you like to, what would you like me to ask my wife to get more information like, I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, can we beat this guy? Like, I'd love to maybe get an interview with him and have <laughs> have it on the show. Like, that would be uh, pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, uh, El Zorro reminds me, you know, Darkwing Duck is coming back. Uh, 
I think. At least it's been rumored it's coming back. So its timing is very funny. Uh, Seriously, who's going to lie about creating 90s cartoon characters? I don't know. You know, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying, like, I I just want to make sure I'm covering my bases, you know, because I don't want to start putting stuff on this show that's, like, wrong. So (laughs) I just don't want to do that. But I thought that was really cool. I was like, man, that's I want to meet the guy. I loved Darkwing Duck growing up. I did. That was me and my brother's one of my favorite uh, cartoons. Like, we bought VHS tapes of Darkwing Duck and stuff. Like, Rescue Rangers was cool. I enjoyed it. I watched it after school and stuff. But Darkwing Duck, like, he was the man. Let's get dangerous, right? Yeah, Darkwing Duck. I like I like Darkwing Duck. You can Skype. Progress Bar Radio, that's the username. Hit me up. Uh, Again, if there's anything you would like me to ask my wife to get more information, hit me up in the chat, call me, doesn't matter. So, I love the idea of of Let's Playing, and I enjoy doing Let's Plays whenever I get the chance to do them, but I don't think I'll ever, ever be... A good let's player. Here's why. Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. And I'm Lissy Sandwich. Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. And I'm Lissy Sandwich. Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. And I'm. <coughs> and welcome to the VS. <laughs> the Bowling Otter Show. What's up, man? Hi. How you doing, man? We're here. We're here to meet you. We're here to meet you. My name is Matthew. And I'm Lissy. Matthew and Lissy are here to meet you. Hello. Don't kill me. Like, I can't do it. I can't. My heart hurts. Like, if that's what you gotta do to be a popular Let's Player, I can't do it. Can't do it. And I know, lots of Let's Players do this. I know. And all the popular ones, they do this. I, I I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know where they get the energy from. Like, the energy I have to use for this show, like, it's it's basically like Party Anthony, right? Like, if I was the host of a party in my house, like, that's the energy I bring to the show, right? That energy? I don't know where they get that from. That's ridiculous. That's another level. And what's up with the baby voice? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, who's your target audience? Why in the world are you bringing a baby voice into videos where your target audience is probably older than five and six. And then the thing about it is, dude doesn't even sound the same in his reviews. Adventure games have made a pretty big resurgence in recent years thanks to branching storylines and modern presentation values. But supermassive games found a seldom used resource. Like, why don't you sound like that during your Let's Play, right? Like, that's one of the things that bugs me about Let's Players. It's like, I don't know if they think they don't know how to entertain, so they get on this, like, crazy high-pitched voice, and that becomes entertaining. Like, the Giant Bomb guys, they don't do that on their quick looks, right? I mean, people in the entertainment industry, they don't really do that. But for some reason, Let's Players feel like they have to just put on this maniac voice, and it bothers me. Oh, I don't know how people listen to that. Oh! Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. 
oh, like, oh, like, why? It just doesn't make sense. I don't think I'll ever understand Let's Plays. I just, I just don't get that this is how you have to talk in order to be a popular Let's Player. So, I'm just saying, you know, if you think you could be a good Let's, let's Player, you know, this is your reality check, right? Remember, you can call the show on Skype, username, Progress Bar Radio. You know, it's the little things that kill Nintendo and make Nintendo, right? We'll talk about that. And uh, what they didn't do for Mario Kart 64. And can anything save the Wii U? We'll talk about that also coming up. This song is Kinetic Jumps by Big Giant Circles. You can find it on the Extreme Bike Trip OST. Available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Kinetic Jumps by Big Giant Circles. You can find that on the Extreme Bike Trip OST on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. Remember, you can call the show on Skype. Username, Progress Bar Radio. Chad is super active about all this Let's Play stuff. Let me uh, scroll back up and uh, see what I was going to talk about. Tony, uh... Welcome to the show, by the way. Uh, he's missed, he's the mastermind behind Freedom, by the way. Uh, he asked, what's the what's the difference between Let's Plays and just streaming a game? Uh, El Zoro also said something like, you know, streaming is just streaming the game. That That's not the case. Not at all. If you go on Twitch and you see a variety of people, you will see that people bring their Let's Play-ish type of personality, like what I just played for you, to Twitch. Like, that stuff hasn't changed. Like, Man vs. Game, for example. I mean, you probably haven't seen him for a while because of stuff. But, I mean, he brought it. And he brought it hard. For sure. Uh, a lot of esports streamers, they, yeah, they just play the game. And you just watch. And you might get some tips here and there. But they're just basically being them. But there's quite a lot of people on Twitch who bring that maniac personality Maniac I use loosely. <laughs> Not that the people themselves are maniacs, but the voices. Woo! Oh my god, those voices. Just they're just way too intense. But uh I mean that's the thing. Like, if I were to do let's play which I love doing let's plays, but I'd rather go on Twitch and just be me. The problem I have with that is I'm more focused on talking and entertaining. And I got mad respect for Let's Players. Like, the ability to just focus on the entertainment and not really care about the game. Like, I'm too thoughtful. I'm too analytical to fully engage in a Let's Play. So I'd rather just stream and have conversations with people as I'm playing the game rather than try to entertain while I'm also trying to soak in what I'm doing in the game and stuff like that. Like I started a, a a stream of Dishonored some months back, probably a year ago or something. And you know, it's a stealth game, but like when I play stealth, I get really focused. So I'm not doing a lot of talking. It's not really that entertaining. So I was like, eh, this probably isn't a good streaming game. But some other people they could stream Dishonored and make it real entertaining. I got mad respect. I'm not saying I, I disrespect Let's Players. I'm just saying I don't know where you get that energy from. Where does that come from? Uh, El Zoro says, how can you hate the Bowling Goddard show? Seriously? I don't hate it. I mean, like, I, yes, I don't like that, but it's, I, I don't like the voicing. Like, that's what gets me. I I can't... Oh, it makes me cringe every time. And I'm just thinking about it makes me cringe. I can't get with that. It's just... It's too hyper. I'm like, that's not how you naturally talk. That's not how naturally you are excited. Like, that's not you. Like, you're putting on a show, and that's fine. I'm just saying, why does it got to be that kind of show? I just feel like that's just way, way too much. Uh, what else is going on in the chat? Uh, all right, nothing else. I know she's so cute. 
But, yeah. I can't deal with the voices. Like, I'm a broadcaster. I gotta focus on the voice, right? That's just the way I am. Alright, so as a kid, I had to play a lot of the same games. Uh, I only had an N64. I didn't have the option to have the PlayStation and the N64. You know, it's just finances, you know? Your parents got money. They give you a choice. What do you want? The N64 or the PlayStation? Alright, N64. I've had a whole bunch of Nintendo systems before that. I'm going with the N64. I'm going with what I know that I'm going to like. So, you know, I played the same game, so I explored a lot of the modes, and... You know, when you're playing Mario Kart 64, I mean, you you got to get around in that game. And there's Grand Prix mode, and then there's time trials, and then there's battle mode and all of that. So me and my brother, we put in a lot of time into that game. And I put in a lot of time on time trials because what else did I have to do? And I liked racing games anyway, and I liked the idea of seeing how fast I can go. That's just one of the things I like to do. So... I just find it a little bit fascinating that the Wii U adaption, the port of Mario Kart 64, you can't save the ghost data on the Wii U. And really, it's it's not a big deal. But I'm just, why won't Nintendo do the little things all the time? Like, it sucks to know you don't have all the capabilities for a game that you put money into. Like, if you decide to buy Mario Kart 64... And you just wanted to go back and explore time trials and see how fast you could go. And maybe there was a rejuvenation on forums on GameFAQs or Freedom CGC or something. You might want to save your ghost data, right? And in the age of videos, you, that's proof. You got proof. Now, of course, you could just record yourself. Uh, but still, there's just the options. I am a fan of options. I just like stuff to be there. I don't know, I don't know why Nintendo doesn't make the effort to do that kind of stuff. But let's be real. You're not going to use it anyway. As much as you'd like to think you're going to go back and play some time trials and save Ghost it, you're not. And that's probably why Nintendo didn't put the effort into it. I wish they did, because options, I like options, but you're never going to do it. You might dabble in it. You might say, yeah, let me try out time trials. Let me play uh, one of the courses and see how fast I could go. And then you'll be done with it. You know, couch, the whole couch co-op thing isn't the same as it used to be. So it's not like you got somebody in the house you're competing with. And people on the internet, they don't care about Mario Kart 64. We're all the way up to Mario Kart 8. We're done with Mario Kart 64. It's good for nostalgia. I'll still play it. I got the cartridge right next to me in my setup. I could play right now if I wanted to. But I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time in time trials. Not happening. You can call the show on Skype. Username Bar Radio. Let me know if you agree or disagree. You know, I think this is a good time to take a break and let me look at the chat and see what's going on in there. So we're going to play another song. This song is called Taken. It is a Donkey Kong remix. It is by Chernobog. It is on the Legacy Game Boy 25th Anniversary Remix album on OC Remix. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Taken by Chernobog. That is on the Legacy Game Boy 25th Anniversary Remix album on OC Remix. You're listening to Progress Bar, which is now on FreedomCGC.com. Once again, Progress Bar on FreedomCGC. My name is Anthony Shelton. You can call the show on Skype, username Progress Bar Radio. In case you missed it, uh, let me explain to you my problem. In fact, I'm going to let the audio explain to you why I have a problem with Let's Plays and why I'll never be good at them. Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. And I'm Lissy Sandwich. Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. And I'm Lissy Sandwich. Hi, I'm Bowling Otter. And I'm... <coughs> and welcome to the VS. <laughs> the Bowling Otter Show. What's up, man? Hi. How you doing, man? We're here. We're here to meet you. We're here to meet you. My name is Matthew. And I'm Lissy. Matthew Hi. and Lissy are here to meet you. Hello. Don't kill me. Okay, so I I think you could just hear my problem with that style of let's play. I'm just saying. Just in case you missed it. That's why. All right. So there's an article on Freedom CGC by Daniel Curtis asking if there's anything that could save the Wii U. And he proposes dropping the price and getting the third party and getting third party support. He proposes dropping the price to around $100 and getting third party support. I think that question's a little too late though. The Wii U's done. It's too late for the Wii U. There's no saving it. Like, dropping the price, that will move some units. But it's only for the ones who've been wanting to buy it and, you know, just didn't have the money. But it's not going to move a lot. It wouldn't even move a million units if they dropped the price to $100. Like, people are, it's, it's on the way out. People are moving on. They understand, oh, the NX is coming out. There's hardly any more games coming out for the Wii U. We still don't have Zelda yet. And even if Zelda came out, who knows when it will. It could come out around the NX. But let's just say, let's pretend it didn't come around the NX. It's not going to move that many more units. All the people who have a Wii U have a Wii U. Unless they just found it too expensive. At which point, if they dropped it to $100, sure, Nintendo would move a few more units. But then, the others have to decide, I want X game for new console. Or do I get a Wii U for $100 plus? Maybe I get a bundle. And either way, even if you get a Wii U for 100 bucks, you still gotta buy a game for it if you don't get a bundle. So they gotta make a decision... Do I buy a game for a console that I already enjoy? Or do I buy a whole new console that's on its way out that may that has a, quite a few games on it, but I'd have to buy all of those games? I don't think people would make that decision. I think they would stick with their console and buy their full-priced game 
And even still, they could buy a cheaper version, or they could just get more cheaper games for the console that they, that they already enjoy, instead of getting a Wii U and a whole bunch of used games for cheaper. Like, I, I just, I don't see that happening. And then it's way too late for third-party support. Nintendo screwed up by releasing an underpowered console, plus a quirky gamepad. Like, they, they, they just messed up. Like, you're asking developers to create games for the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 and an underpowered Wii U and a, an adapt Fallout 4 for the Wii U or whatever other game for the Wii U. Battlefront, right? Like, that's what you're asking to do. You're basically asking each developer to create a Nintendo-oriented section of their... Uh, their offices, basically, to create games for the Wii U and then make use of the gamepad, which Nintendo hadn't really figured out how to do. Wii U's done. No Zelda can save it at this point. We don't even have a traditional 3D Mario game this year. Like, that's a problem, at least to me. And I'm talking about the Super Mario 64 Sunshine Galaxy type of Mario game. Not not Mario 3D World, which is a fantastic game. I love that game. But that's not what I'm looking for. I haven't even got what I look for, I'm looking for yet. We use done. It just is what it is. It's unfortunate. But it's just time to move on to the NX. There's no saving the Wii U, unfortunately. You can call the show on Skype, username Progress Bar Radio, especially if you disagree with me or if you would agree with me. Let me know what you think about that. This, sh- this song is Where's the Wall Chicken At? by Tetramino. It's a Castlevania remix, which you can find at ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
is Where's the Wall Chicken At by Tetramino. It's a Castlevania remix. You can find it at ocremix.org. You are listening to Progress Bar on freedomcgc.com. My name is Anthony Shelton. Call the show on Skype, username Progress Bar Radio. You know, I always wondered what would happen the day the chat started moving so fast that I couldn't keep up. And today has come. And I'm trying to keep up with some of these messages that I want to read. Uh, okay, so, NX stuff. Uh, the NX will not be... Uh, it's rumored it will have cartridges, like an SD card reader or something like that. Uh, no disc reader. It's not confirmed. It has been patented by Nintendo, but it's not confirmed. That is what the NX will be for sure. Uh, but El Zero did say something interesting. I finally found it. Uh, he says, I've been saying it since the first tablet rumors came out that would have that the Wii U would have flown off the shelves if it were linked to the DS brand rather than the Wii brand. And I don't quite understand that logic. Mostly because the Wii flew off the shelves as is. And so for it to be linked to the DS brand, which w- which did very well on its own also, I think it probably would have had the same problem. Maybe less of it because the DS, maybe DS console or something versus DS handheld. But the Wii U already had a problem from its naming. Not because it wasn't linked with the DS brand. I mean, by that logic, the Wii U should have flown way off the shelves because the Wii sold like hotcakes, right? So much so that Wii Sports is the hottest selling game ever, right? So I don't, I don't quite get that logic. Uh, it should have just had an entirely different name, period. Not linked with the DS brand or the Wii brand. It should have just had something completely different. I was turned off by the name alone. Steven says some people were turned off by the name alone. Yeah, I was one of those people. Heck, my mother was making jokes about the Wii. And she don't make jokes about the Wii, right? So from from the onset, the Wii was just a failed name from the beginning. But Nintendo saw the opportunity with the brand and how much it sold... They were like, well, we're going to keep the Wii brand name and slap a U on top of it. Yeah. Brilliant, Nintendo. Like, everybody in America understood that's terrible naming. Like, all of us here listening to this show right now could have got paid to let Nintendo know, dude, um, yeah bad name name it something different like we all could have got paid right now it wasn't rocket science but you know Nintendo's gonna be Nintendo they're gonna do their thing I appreciate the fact that they take risks I I still believe because of all the risks they're gonna take they're gonna do something revolutionary again I believe it wholeheartedly well, Xbox One and PlayStation 4, like, they're going to make their money because they give people what they want. But at some point, Nintendo's going to strike gold again. 
and they're going to revolutionize something. And it's going to help their business, and we're all going to be like, yes, this is going to be sweet. I don't know what that is. I mean, personally, I just wish Nintendo would make a comparable console to the PS4 or the Xbox One and have awesome third-party support. If that were the case, I wouldn't need to own any other console. Because I love Nintendo games, and I'll buy Nintendo games. And then you have all my third-party games on there, too. I'm good. I mean, yeah, I like Halo, so I'll probably have an Xbox for that. But Sony, I, I haven't had an attachment too much to it through all the years. So I'm not like heavily attached to Uncharted or any other first-party games correlated with the Sony brand. So I could deal without that. But, yeah, if Nintendo gave me everything I wanted, I wouldn't need anything else. I'm good. Last chance to call the show. Because we're about to end. I will stop the music. Somebody calls. But for now, that will do it for today. I had fun. It was good times. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks for joining the chat. I want you to have a great weekend. I'm going to be busy playing the Division beta for GameWatcher.com. You'll see me hanging around on Freedom CGC. So come check that out. Brand new design. Much faster. Lots more people on there. It's good stuff. So I hope you have a great weekend. I'll give you any updates about uh, the Darkwing Duck creator and stuff. Just to remind you, my wife just found out that her supervisor's dad is the creator of Darkwing Duck and Rescue Rangers. Pretty cool. Just in case you didn't hear that before at the beginning of the show. Pretty sweet. Alright, have a good weekend. I'll talk to you later.